0: of the Lehigh Valley with Love podcast. I'm your host, George Wacker. This is another episode of our Future of the Workforce in the Lehigh Valley series, which is sponsored by Venture X, located in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. In fact, this is where we uh, recorded these episodes. So we want to thank Terry over there again. In this episode, we'll be talking with author, firefighter, and all-around inspirational person, Eric Bartos. We cover a bunch of topics, such as deciding to move to the Lehigh Valley instead of going into the police force, and working that extra grind which includes his own book bar 40. He has a day job too. So bar 40 is the ultimate training resource is a project that he recently completed uh, during COVID and one of the core components of bar 40 is personal accountability and making every day and every week count and that is something that we definitely cover. Thank you again to our sponsors Michael Bernardin with Remax Realty and Venture X. Be sure to visit our show notes for links on how to get in touch with them both. And now, Eric Bartos. Eric, thank you so much for uh, coming in. I'm pumped to meet you. I watched all of your, well, some of your videos yesterday. And yep. without even reading Bar40 yet, which I plan to, um, I'm already motivated. You, you're, just like, you're a motivating guy. Like it's, it's infectious. Well, thank you. It's infectious positivity. So thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, thank
1: thanks you. for having me on, Drew. I'm, I'm stoked, man. I'm a fan of your work, and uh, you. I love the Lehigh Valley, so it's well, this- perfect.
0: Let's talk about how you got here. First, yeah, you're from Massachusetts. You, you know, In your bio, you talk about how you wanted to be, be uh, a cop for a little bit there, Yeah. I, and work, went, went into sales, which you know you still uh, work yep. in that. But I kinda wanna get that story of how you ended up here today.
1: Why Bethlehem, PA? And it's crazy, isn't it? Um, yeah, so I'm from, I'm from uh, what we refer to as the 413, which is Western okay. Massachusetts. The nearest big town would be Springfield. So I grew oh. up there. My father was uh, a police officer, and then he became a firefighter. So in my mind, growing up, I was either going to be um, a cop or a fireman. Um, sure. So when I I um, took a job in New York City, so I moved to New York City, and it was in the business world, mm-hmm. but I didn't love it. I wasn't crazy about it. I still had my thought process aligned towards police work. So I, okay. took, I took the NYPD exam. Uh, I did pretty well on that. I accepted basically the job. So I was heading towards the police academy literally within a week. And coincidentally, one of my best friends from growing up was already on the NYPD. He moved to New York around the same time I did at, at age 22. Okay. And he was in the NYPD, and I was talking to him about it, and he was like, you're going to love it, you're going to love it, oh, except okay. don't plan on moving because, you know, you, you've, you need to be based in New York City to be NYPD. Sure, and that freaked me out a little bit because I... Limits uh, you. Yeah, yeah, and the, the girl... Um, I was dating who I ultimately married was from Pennsylvania and we had always said if we have, um, if we have a, a kid we're going to move back to Pennsylvania so okay. that was kind of in the back of my mind and um, so last minute uh, change of plans pulled out of the uh, NYPD uh, did not go to the academy and then um, sure enough my now wife, we, we got married and, and uh our daughter Riley was on the way yeah. and we decided to move to the Lehigh Valley where she was originally from and we, we moved to Center Valley in two thousand nine, so twelve years ago. And we absolutely love it. I am I am all about the, the Lehigh Valley. I can't imagine living anywhere else, frankly, at this point. And I'm I'm like an ambassador for the area. Everywhere I go, I'm like, you gotta come to the Lehigh Valley. And then I'm like, I probably shouldn't be telling everybody to come to the Lehigh Valley because it's it's such a not a well kept secret at this point, but mm-hmm as you know, with but, all the work you do.
0: But I, I, I agree with that. I think it's, the more people, I, I not that I hate because it, it's natural for people to kind of be down on the place they maybe grew up. Or, right. Or it's, it's just a thing, and I, I don't agree with it, because it's yeah. silly, it's like, well, why are you here?
1: Right, um, right, right.
0: So I'm all about uh, when people are, are excited about it and championing, because when you hear people from a different town tell you about theirs and they're excited about it, you yeah. go, I might actually want to
1: go. I got to check that place out, right? If they're like,
0: oh, it, it, we have, a, uh, our town's not that great, even though we have all these amazing things going on throughout the Lehigh Valley, not, right. not even just Bethlehem, um, obviously Allentown, Easton, and yep. Center Valley, Socken Valley, which you can talk about in a second. Um, like it's just exciting to be able to share those things. I
1: think. Yeah, I mean, I think you're absolutely right. I think the people that, um, if you if you're born and raised here, you kind of lose your perspective on how great it is, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe even your judgment of the place is kind of you're seeing it through the lens of how yeah. you grew up and stuff like that. Because I do have some some friends that uh, are from here, and they're like, yeah, it's okay. I'm like, dude, you're crazy. And it's, it's awesome.
0: Like, there's positives and negatives everywhere. I'm not gonna say hey, this yeah. is the greatest place. It's Shangri-La, however. Right. For, it's got a lot of things going for it for people like yeah. yourself who had said, we just uh, had a guest on recently who said, you know, we used to think of the Leah Valley as um, you'd be advertising to people like tourism. Hey, we're an hour from New York City or we're, we're an hour and a half from New York City. We're an hour from Philadelphia. Right. But now it's like telling people, hey, you can live here. Yeah. And you're an hour from these places. And it's, right. It's right. You know, right. It's a good thing to have that. Yeah. You know, that connectability. so. Not only you talk about your Leah Valley guy, but you back it up. I mean, you're an upper socking firefighter. Yeah,
1: man. <laughs> like... Yeah, I am. So that, that does kind of tie into. Um... The uh, the heritage, right? So my yeah. dad being a firefighter, my grandfather so was a firefighter. You still were able to. Do yeah, that. you say I wanted to be. What? Well, you still got one It's crazy, you know. So those guys were up up where I'm from originally. Those are career departments. True. You know, the, yeah, for for any listener, the, the big distinction between fire departments, uh, career is your everybody's paid. Basically, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. volunteer is what we have around here. The one thing that people don't often think about with the fire service in America right now, there's about a one million firefighters. Seventy okay. percent of those are volunteer. Sure. Around this. So that's about 700,000. So the U.S. is largely volunteer departments, even though we don't realize that when we see a truck pull up and firefighters get jump up. I think you just assume. You know? just assume they're career guys, like yeah. on TV. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So anyway, yeah, I was able to kind of check off that box uh, and become a firefighter. Um, in, in in a volunteer capacity, so we're a we're a pretty active department. Uh, Upper Saucon Fire gets about 500 calls a year. We have 78. Part of Route 78 goes through our township, so we get a lot of crashes on yeah. on 78. Obviously, that keeps us hopping. And then just all the usual, all the usual stuff, man. Everything from a, a cat in the tree to an actual fire. And well, is yeah. it, it's
0: just awesome that you were able to still, you know. I don't want to say sacrifice. You were doing what you you wanted to do, uh, you know, as a family, but you were still able to, you know, fulfill some of that dream. Which right. is really Interesting.
1: It is really cool, and I like being the third generation Bartos. That's uh, a firefighter. It's right. pretty. It's pretty neat. You know.
0: So let's get into a little bit of why we're here with yep. Bar Forty. I, I'm always curious about people who, you know, we're looking at the book on the on the table here. Yeah. How do we get to that point when you are in your when you're in your your job, yep. your, your sales job, when do you decide I want to do this? You know, right. was it a moment? Was it a culmination of of years of of maybe being strict with yourself and and doing things your way?
1: Yeah, no, it's a it's a great question, and and I uh, appreciate you asking. So for me, so first of all, the name Bar Forty, the bar is from Bartos, the forty. Right. Is represents the age when I started. And that age is significant for a reason. So basically, the the, the genesis of Bar 40, I was 39, approaching my 40th birthday. Right. And as we all tend to do, we're hanging out with a bunch of our friends also on the cusp of 40. Yeah. And we're like, what are we going to do for our 40th birthday party? And oh, we're going to go rent race cars. We're going to yeah. go to Vegas. We're going to go to Italy. All these great, like, really cool sounding weekend trips. Mm-hmm. But for me, I was like, I want to do something that... Is a, like really meaningful that I'll always look back, and not that I care that much about forty, but it was like to me the passage it's of. The like 30, it's like
0: It's thirty nine. It's a round number. It's you know, it's, it's kind good. of milestone,
1: right? It's a milestone uh, part of your life. So I was like, I'm gonna do something really big, and I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? And I, you know, I'm saying this in a bar at probably two a.m. with a bunch of my buddies. But I'm like, you know what I'm gonna? You know what I'm gonna do, man? But I was like, I'm gonna get in the best shape of my life, like better than. And they're like,
0: sure. Yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah. Another shot.
1: <laughs> right, <laughs> another round. So like, I was like, I'm gonna get, and I was, I've been a life Long runner for like well not okay. like twenty years I've been a runner and I always keep a running journal. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to lose weight. That's that was kind of top of my list. When our daughter was born, I gained all this baby weight. Yeah, right? it's not a, too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I, was like, I look at myself. I'm like I'm I'm, I'm chubbier than her. i like,
1: <laughs> So like I wanted to lose weight. I wanted to dial up my exercise mm-hmm. and, and my and change my diet. All these things. So I came up with this um, really rough architecture of what ultimately would become Bar Forty and. Uh, I had all these plans, and at, in fact, kind of fast forward through the end of this 52 weeks, mm-hmm. and the results were just staggering. I mean, I I lost all the weight I wanted to lose. I got into um, what I consider to be my best shape in my life. I changed my diet. My cholesterol went down. My blood pressure went down. My resting heart rate went down. I was like, holy moly! So, right. uh, not surprisingly, a lot of people were like. Dude, what looked, did you do? great. Yeah. What, 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 what happened? Is what, is, what is going on? And, you know, it was kind of like throughout the year, they're like, whoa, this is crazy. So at the end of that, I started like writing down all these notes and sending people. People would be like, what did you do? So I would send okay. personalized meal plans and I would send just all these suggestions. And, and is
0: this a, you got this information. I mean, I know you're a runner, but were you like researching this crazy stuff? That, research
1: okay. I was just like this voracious reader so what was this,
0: you like hey I came up with a recipe I mean, no, not no that you can do that after a while yeah, but, I'm just but I yeah. wanted
1: to learn you know there's so with, with anything related to diet and fitness as we all know there's you know
0: right. volumes
1: <laughs> of information out there yes. the hard part is distilling through it especially mm-hmm. with regards to diet because there's like 50 diet plans or kind of like fad diets mm, but yeah. I was just churning through all this stuff and I found a kind of a plan The you know the main part about bar 40 is that it's designed around your preferences mm-hmm. and what's gonna work in your life. A main, a main problem with a lot of kinda of like wellness things out there, there's not, they're not sustainable because you're really trying to contort yourself into somebody else's program that doesn't fit for your life. Bar 40, every Bar 40 is a self-designed journey for that person that works with their life. Mm-hmm. Exercise, doing things they wanna do. Uh, Diet, eating things they want to eat, but substituting to make the choices better. Fitness, it's what you want to do. This is not saying that you have to be a runner or you have to be a biker or a rower. It's finding things that you enjoy being active doing and incorporating them more often into your life. And it's goal setting, right? Identifying three big goals that are important to you that have not happened in your life yet, for whatever reason, and then building the strategic plan to achieve those goals within the 52 weeks. And that 52 weeks, some people are like, yeah, 52 weeks is a long time. Why? (laughs) You know what I mean? Why is it it so long? And there's a couple reasons for that. One, just understanding how the mind works with regards to habits, Mm -hmm. right? And habits are kind of the operating system that we all use every day. Unconsciously. You know what I mean? Like very, something like 20% of what we do every day is actually choices. Everything else is just like the body and the mind are doing what they do. It's We're, we're on cruise control. Well, larger, you wake up, you're boom 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 Like when we brush our teeth, right? We're not thinking upper right, lower right. Sure. Upper, it's yeah. our, it's we're just, just on cruise control. Yeah. You know, it's like when we get in the car and we drive to Target and then we get there and are like, I don't remember that trip. Because our head's elsewhere. Right, why, our, I walked downstairs. I'm like, why did I walk into this room? Right, right. <laughs> we, we had a reason, but we, we are not as in control as we think. So mm-hmm. the 52-week duration is is really geared towards understanding that it takes time to develop a habit, for, for better or for worse. A bad habit or a good habit takes yeah. a little bit of time. So that 52-weeks gives that amount of runway where we can incorporate these habits that will uh, – and here's kind of the fine print about Bar 40. When those 52 weeks are done – you're not going back to your old ways. You're doing the new positive things well, sure. into I mean, perpetuity.
0: That, if you do, even if you, even if you don't want to, but if you do something for fifty-two weeks, I would you're hope doing. by the end of that, you don't just go, "Okay, what was I? What did I do right. fifty-two weeks ago?" Yeah,
1: because you're going to be so, you know, in the results of your changed life, and, and again, these changes are what's important to you, and that's a big part of this book is a, a section about goal setting, mm-hmm. because those goals, another way, people go wrong sometimes with, with setting goals. If, you're, if your wife wants you to get out and ride your bike more, okay. or you hate riding your bike, right. that's Why not I a good goal. That? right mm-hmm. so you may say All right, I'm going to ride my bike more but if you're not into you're it it's not more it every pedal you're yeah. like nah. yeah this is it's grind mm-hmm. so setting these goals are what's important to you and that 52 weeks gives you that chance to develop to develop the habits and achieve those goals, which is the tagline of Bar 40 is best year ever. So that 52 weeks allows you to live that best year ever, which continues after the year. And then you're living your best life ever. And then you're really off to the races because you can't put that toothpaste back in the tube and go back. You know, most people do not. You know, it it is uh, a lot of the, you know, let's look at, Let's look at New Year's resolutions, right? A oh, lot sure. of those are are done by the end of January. Well,
0: yeah, the first week that you go into the gym, and, and there's everybody. And I, and I want people to go to the gym. I'm not saying don't do that, but yeah. you know, you still you see that. Yeah, you know, the people kind of after a month or so, it's tough. It's tough to keep anything. The life gets in the way.
1: And it, it does. You, know. you got to have a plan that that is um, is going to help. You know, the, you're you're really going against the headwind. The headwind being habit. When you're trying to do things that are really fundamentally changing. It's really tough work, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of times there's a there's an expectation of results without effort, and, and yeah. we live in this on demand society. Well, I've been
0: doing this for a week. Why am I not right? Right? Why,
1: why am I not losing like fifty pounds? Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean? I'm doing everything because we live. You know, it's it's the the good part is with. Twenty twenty one is we have all this technology and apps, and we can get anything we want. Good in, I mean, again, it's yeah. But I mean, it, it's great that we're able to do this, it, but still, it, it changes the way we think, right? Because yeah. now we develop this mindset of instant gratification, which does not lend itself to prolonged effort. So, mm-hmm. you know, the bar mm-hmm. forty, bar forty is all about mindset, right? It's an operating system for your life where you, you're you're committed for the next fifty two weeks. I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be living this best life, and and the best year is made up of all these best days. That said. When and this is a question I get all the time. People are like, "Well, what happens when I have a bad day, or if I if I you know have a bad week?" Right. And this is where sometimes people throw in the towel and go wrong. And this is why, like Strava, talk about like we know people don't stick with it. Strava has this thing called Quit Day because everybody's wearing these devices. Yep. And they know the day that has you put the, it down? the big spike of where people just kind of throw in the towel. And oftentimes, that surrender is because of a little bit of a bad week and they just say, well I'll I'll try again next year. Where in actuality you just gotta pick up and keep going and that that's where what it comes down to. The mindset, the perseverance, the grit. You know what I mean?
0: You just you talk about best year ever and we look at the the last year, last 52 weeks, I mean wherever the pandemic may have started for for some people. But I look at that week, that fifty years was fifty two weeks was the best year ever and the worst year ever in some ways where you, you talk about having to change habits and do things differently where I was, some people were kind of forced to do that and it turned out to be a good thing. You know, so I have found some habits that we got from, hey, we can't go out as much. Yeah. I'm a little bit bored. I'm going to start working out a little bit more. Right, right, right. And then after a couple months, you're like, wait a minute. Not that I, you know, that it was a good thing, but just these circumstances showed me that, hey, a little bit of curbing some of those things and having a better outlook on it. Can help
1: real, so, real reset button for so many aspects of our life, and you know I think what one thing COVID certainly did too, if you want to always try to find the silver lining, was it really uh, kind of changed our perspective on self care and wellness and, and staying healthy, right? You know, I we, think so. everybody was we lived in this ambient stress of health-related stuff.
0: Very reminded of our own mortality every day. Absolutely. And I mean, that can. definitely affects. Yeah. And
1: know. people are like, man, I want to live, I want to live healthier. They, a lot of the, uh, hectic pace of life was stripped away, obviously. Um, they in the other side of it too. And, and bar 40 speaks to this. A lot of people started working from home and they also lost a lot of that routine and structure that kind of kept them on track. So, you know, we, we are doing these, um, like employee wellness programs, working with companies on how they help their employees live their best home as for the first time they're working remotely instead of being in an office with their support system, if mm-hmm. you will, and their routines. And um, that's a little bit of a side note, but yeah, the the fact of trying to get into that mindset of, of living your your best year ever and putting more emphasis on on how you're staying healthy is a huge part of R40. We don't we don't you know listen, man. We don't we really. Do a great job of that a lot of times, right? We're thinking about so many different things every day. We're good at planning for all these different, we're good at planning for vacation next year. We're yeah. planning for this stuff, but we're not giving a lot of strategic thought to how we become what and we want to become. And
0: that's why it's interesting, because we definitely made changes that, I, I think I, I want to talk, we talked about journaling, but, but again, like why it's important, because the journaling, and you can correct me, but it allows you to keep track of, and to reflect and to at the end of the day when you're writing something down this is what I did today that act in of itself is reinforcing the good habit am I right
1: absolutely absolutely so that I've been a journal guy for a long time I I mentioned the running journal which I've always kept because I I love that um that capture device where you keep yourself on track by Mm -hmm writing the miles and like for me every year i have this run the year right I, so this year i want to run 2021 miles which okay. i will do but how many at, is that per day about it's about 40 per week okay the uh, uh, manageable I, I but, yeah. still, but still very yeah yeah you, you want to stick with it not because, easy <laughs> no because if you get too far off if you have a few 30 mile weeks then you really got to bump it up mm-hmm. and and all that stuff so having that journal it for me is a great way to stay on track look at and you can, you know, some people would be like, dude, I don't need a journal. I'll just do it on my, on my laptop or whatever. And, you know, that's one way or the other. I happen to be an analog guy where I like putting pen sure. in hand and writing in there. But one way or the other, having a really accessible record of what you were doing. So for Bar 40, the book itself, it, it, in the book, is a 365-day journal, mm-hmm. which in my mind is the best in class because I took all these journals that I would use, kind of the design structure, and built it into one. So it's got the fitness, it's got the diet, it's got the mindset, and maybe part of the, and you know, there's also blood pressure, resting heart rate, weight, mm-hmm. all the fitness journal stuff. It's all in there. But for me, like one of, the, one of the things that I recognized early on is that people, we generally are really hard on ourselves. We're like, I should have done this differently, or if only I did sure. this. And that's just the way we're kind of wired for the most part. But what we aren't good at is recognizing when we did something really good and had um, a win for the day. So hmm. every day in the Bar 40 journal, there's a spot for daily successes, three of them. So most of us do a lot of the good things a day. So this is just, it doesn't have to be, you know, it does not have to be, you know. You can know, allow saving. yourself to be like, I did something good I did something today good. and you're, it's okay. Whatever, whatever that good thing is, it doesn't really right. matter. But you write it in there. And then at the end of every week, you see about 20 positive things that you mm. did that week. And any time, because motivation can be a challenge for some people. And they're like, this, this isn't working. Then you look back and you see in your own writing all of these good things you've been doing. It's like, you know what? This is working. And and not only that, but just kind of a an ancillary benefit of having this habit, again, mm-hmm. habit, right? Of capturing these successes every day. It gets you in the mindset of, Thinking, well, I got to write these three things down later. Even if you're not thinking about that consciously, unconsciously, like I got to write these three successes down later on, and it makes you look for opportunities to do right. something right. Like I can't come away with nothing. And it's all of this gradual, <coughs> slight improvement, continuous slight improvement. This is the secret of bar 40. You're gradually and slightly improving all these different aspects of your life every day, which at the end of the year, just like like Warren Buffett, and, and he talks about. Compounding with interest all the time. Mm -hmm. Albert Einstein called it like the eighth wonder of the world. The power of compounding, interest, making money on interest. Mm -hmm. This is compounding of your life. All these slightly good habits getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And the next thing you know, you look back. You become that. You become that. Right. And then you're you're just very slowly. You don't climb the mountain. You are the mountain. Yeah. And you're just you're constantly ascending slowly, so you don't feel the pressure change until you look back and the landscape is very far below you. And it's like, whoa, how'd this happen? Because you're forward-focused.
0: So I guess the hardest thing would be the initial, let's do this, you know, what are some ways that you can get people who, you know, even, people who might have a background in doing this before or people who never got out and exercised or try to improve themselves, what is the barrier between saying, okay, I get it. It sounds great. You know, you're, yeah. you're in shape. Good for you. Right, right, right. What is that? Like, how do you get them to, <laughs> to
1: make you're that? Right. Easy for you to say genius. Right. You know what it, I mean? I get it that is. all the time. Yeah. yeah. And I, in, in, I, listen, my daughter is 12. I know you have a 5-year-old mm-hmm. daughter. I I talk my daughter's name is Riley. Riley is like no more more forty probably. But I talk to <laughs> about it constantly because it's you're never too young. Sure. Um, for the most part, and you're you're not too old either. And everything in here is so relatable. I don't know anybody who can honestly say I am exactly what I want to be in this moment of time. Sure. I'm perfect you know beware of that person right well. so everybody everybody has something <laughs> met a few of them everybody has something they want to change so the starting point to answer your question is to and again I'm always I'm always the guy with like grab a grab a pen pad. Mm. but what do you want to change about yourself what you know what are the first things that come to mind if you say three things you want to change most people would be like uh, I wanna do this, this, this. A lot of times it's people like I wanna lose weight mm-hmm. or I wanna I I wanna get more active or I wanna I wanna make more money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe that's what it is. But whatever the case is, every single goal that you have, you've gotta start with identifying it. Because this is a big this is a big problem. How are you gonna to get to where you wanna be if you don't even Self-aware, know? Self-aware, <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. A little bit of a little bit of reflection and again, this is something that we don't often do. When's the last time you asked somebody when's the last time you sat down by yourself for five minutes with a, with a pad and a pen and wrote down, "This is how I see my future self Sure.'t
0: I mean, you, do you might be thinking I think you think of those things you know in your yep. daily life and whatever. but yeah I mean again, life Gets in the way sometimes, right. I and mean, it's hard to prioritize some of these healthy things when you're oh, "I got to get this done," or "I'm a Zoom call," or whatever. I and know. Constant, you know, you've stress. You've got kids at home that are are, are home too. It's stores. crazy, man.
1: It's I mean, we live in a very very busy world. I I, I certainly get that loud and clear. So you've what you've got to do. Step one: schedule time with yourself. You know what I mean? If you're listening right now, put in your open up your calendar on your phone. Schedule 20 minutes with yourself mm-hmm. for this exercise. If you're interested in doing it, some people are like, I "Dude, do I don't care. I'm, my life is good." Right. That's that's Fine. not who I'm talking to. In sure. this. But for someone who wants to make improvement but has struggled with understanding the process to get results, mm-hmm. this is what you do: schedule some time with yourself. When that time comes, maybe it's on Sunday or Tuesday next week. You sit down with that with that pad and that pen. What three things? What I like to see happen? Would I like to be able to say a year from now with my future self, this is what I did in the last 52 weeks? Because this year is going to go by. Oh, I'm writing this down very, very rapidly. We'll be—it'll be August 22 before we know it—and you can <laughs> live that year either dialing up your life or kind of doing what you've, what you've always been doing,
0: right? Yeah, and I don't want to cut like we. The last year for, for us has been, you know, personal um, improvement. Yeah, I think some of that was may not have happened if yep. COVID didn't, and, and that's neither here nor there. You know, it's, it's interesting that you're able to, I guess, grow from something that has been so tough. And I think it's kind of like, you, you know, you make a diamond out of pressure, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So it's kind
1: of in that sense. I, um, I, yeah, this, I mean, COVID, Bar 40 has been around for, you know, long before right, COVID right. was. But this, la- I will tell you, this last year... Um, I, I think the reason so many people have found bar 40 and it's resonated with them is because in this world of kind of chaos, it was this something they could hold on to. This is tangible. Yeah. This is real. This is in a, in a world of change where the gym's closed and I can't see my friends and all yeah. this stuff. Here's something I am self contained. I have my plan. I have my, in the book, the book walks every, you sure. right through it from, from step one, but how do I live this best life? And it's, and you could do this on a desert island. You don't need any, You don't need any outside technology. You don't need. Any and equipment. it's a book,
0: so you don't even need to bring you your even, iPad yeah, with be, you. <laughs> Seriously, you put that in the backpack
1: and Jack Kerouac it across the country. Right. It's right. It's right there. But that is understanding what you want to become. You see the lens of future self versus present self. Mm-hmm. Understand your. And I'm being mindful at times, so we can, you know. I'll move through this pretty quick, but sure. understanding your future self, right? We all have this natural tendency to want to mentally time travel. And this is like, yeah. if I could go back to when I was 30, I would do this differently. If I could go 25, that's, that's impossible. We know right. that, but you can still have that same mental time travel. You have to shift the timeline. So see yourself in 10 years. And then when you say, if only I could go back 10 years and do this, that 10 years is now. That's present day. So it's very Ebenezer Scrooge ish when he wakes up on Christmas morning. Right. And he looks out the window and it's all yeah. that bad stuff didn't happen yet. Right. So when you when you see everything through the lens of your future self, you're able to make present day decisions which will ultimately make you happy.
0: It's so funny you say these 10 years. I mean, this morning I woke up, I had one of those memories from Facebook. Yep. It was my wife and I's first picture ever tagged together. Yeah, okay. And it was 10 years ago today, the day we were right. recording this. And you know, for a minute, I'm like, wow, she looks great. She looks yep. great now. Yeah. But you know, it's you look at that photo and you look at those people who are different yep. than who you are now, and I go, you know, I'm happy. I'm happy with what we've done and, and accomplished. But this also seems like yesterday. Right. What's ten years going to be like? We've got to get started. You know, it's we, scary, got, right?
1: It's scary. And ten I get years from
0: my, my daughter is going to be almost driving a car.
1: Like that's what? It, it's it's unbelievable, dude. I, I'm I'm right there with you. I get picked. I am I'm a. Big photo guy. I get stuff every day. Yeah. Like, remember this day, Google Photos. And I was looking at one today. Same thing. It was 10 years ago today. It was this Blue Mountain Wine Festival that I was at with a bunch of buddies. Okay. And I texted him this morning saying, like, look, look at this that. picture. It was 10 years ago, August, August 6th. And we look great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just crazy because at that time, my, my daughter was two. Yeah. And now she's 12. And, mm-hmm. and next thing you know, she's going to be 22. So yeah, I don't want to waste any of that. Don't want to waste time. it, man. Ta- how we spend our time is how we s- ultimately spent our time. L- lowercase okay. T, capital T, right? All of these days measure up to what we do for for our life. But that said, history is not destiny, right? And every page, every day that we wake up is a brand new blank page in our life story. We're writing our life story every day. And the future is not yet written. So what we did yesterday does not mean we have to do that tomorrow. We, We really do get a chance to redo it. And that's where people... Um, sometimes we get stuck in the mud with that, right? Well, it's the way it's always been. It's going to have sure it doesn't have to, you can, and even though it is work, right? And that's the thing you got to get ready for. This burn the boats mentality. Failure will not happen. I'm making this happen, and there's
0: and taking control that's and, and it, saying yeah. I'm not. You know, I'm not on this runaway train. I feel out of control of yeah. certain things. You can take some of that control in certain aspects of your life to give yourself maybe less anxiety or, or right. more comfort
1: and stress and anxiety. D- they stem from a lack of preparedness. W- think about any time. Think about a stress dream. Mm. Everybody has these. Sure. <laughs> you go to you go to school <laughs> and you can't yeah. find your book, or you're at work.
0: I was it. I had one. i like, they <laughs> had the test, and I'm like, wait a minute, I haven't been to any of these classes, and I right. didn't know exactly. Like what I'm so,
1: or you're you know, you're trying to get to work and you can't find your car keys. All these things. Yeah. When you're having these dreams, that's that's your mind on some level thinking that you're not prepared for what's coming up. Mm-hmm. So, in life, in our in our waking state. A lot of our stress feels is comes from not feeling like we're ready for something. So when you start Bar 40, mm-hmm. or or any other program that's really designed to change your life, you automatically feel this heightened sense of control every day because finally, you're you know like when you're procrastinating and you know you have to do this thing for work or for mm-hmm. at home, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like you keep thinking about it, and then you start it's like it just feels like not <laughs> that bad it's never as bad as we think and then you start doing it it's like alright I do that constantly
0: yeah. and, and the thing is just too is just being so cooped up for so long yeah. too but coming out of that and and this all aside, and this is good We could talk about Bar Forty for forever, and I hope all the all the stuff's <laughs> right, right. in the notes. We well, you, literally could, yeah. But all the stuff's in the notes, so really, yeah. you know, check it out. But what I think is interesting for anybody who might, you know, they see a book like this and they're like, "Oh, hey, some guy trying to get rich quick." Right, But, right, but, right. but you, you know, you are. We're going to talk about like venture X now. Where we are, yeah, yeah. Your Bar Forties based here. You have you you have your own day job. You know, it's not yep. like so. It, it's really interesting that you're, that you're you're trying to share this. You know, clearly it's it's another facet and it's another thing yeah. that you're interested in doing but you're really trying to help
1: people that's all right. i ever try to do and if i if it was up to me there would be free copies of bar 40 sure. on every street corner of the lehigh valley so my my thing is how do i get how do i help as many people as possible and and like you know i i'm a volunteer with big brothers big sisters i'm yep. on the fire department but <laughs> i coach lacrosse what I more do, can you, you, you no know, time I, everything and i do is sleep yeah it's oriented towards helping other people and i know that we all share The same goal that we want to live the healthiest and happiest life. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, forget about money and all that stuff. Healthy, happy, longevity, being able to enjoy our family and friends, our kids, our grandkids. That's all it's all about. And we do that by a lot of, you know, a lot of the stuff that ends up, you know, ultimately being a showstopper for us and stopping our clock, you know, with finality Mm -hmm. is... A lot of preventable illness, and mm-hmm. a lot of that just comes from living a healthier lifestyle and yep. changing minor changes. This is, you know, you don't have to uh, go on some radical, you know, diet sure. that you're not going to be able to do for more than three weeks without being tortured. Just slight changes will ultimately right. get big big results and as a
0: uh, to kind of finish up a little bit yep. uh, you know, as a, as a guy who's come to the Leah Valley and really embraced it you know to the point I not even embrace it you've been here long enough you know you're part of it I, I am, feel the yeah. same way I yeah, came yeah. in 20 years ago for college and I still feel like sometimes like oh is this but wait I've been here long enough you know I can yeah. have a stake in the claim too uh, how do you feel like a place like Venture X where we're able to have this podcast now yeah. you're able to come in and, and do work when you when you need yep. to do it yep. you know why is a, is, a, is a venue like this benefit you so much
1: yeah so you know venture is in my mind and terry and the crew here is um, it's the way of the future especially believe, yeah. especially you know we know this people are not I haven't talked to any one company who was like, we're going right back to the way it was <laughs> in January 2020 as soon as possible. That's not happening. So people are going to be working remotely. No doubt about that. A lot of people do not have a situation at home that lends itself to sure. working remotely. Or,
0: or they've been, like in my position, I've been there for for so long in a, um, a home office that it would be nice to have a space. Like As you hear these voices in the background, those are people... Having conversations right. and
1: doing work, right? And that's this is what this is what's critical to a lot of people's success at work. They need a they need a some sort of uh, camaraderie and community in a workspace that isn't necessarily found at home. So this serves so many purposes with not only providing the, the brick and mortar space to be able to get work done yep. and all the amenities that you could ever hope for in an office, but it also provides a sense of community and a chance to have some togetherness with with other people, which is a, a big thing.
0: And so, what's the what's the future here? Like, what, what's next? I mean, we're gonna have all the notes that people are interested in learning about Bar 40. They can you know, Bar 40 Google yep. it. But still, yeah, you know, if, if you want, what's the future now? Are you looking to do more? So get, get the we, word out.
1: Yeah. So you know, there's there's one thing that's really become um, increasingly popular is how do how do companies help their workforce manage. Uh, Working from home and this transition to working from sure, home, yeah. as we just spoke about, it's this is what's happening. So Bar 40 is offering um, these life lift sessions. They're one hour sessions for that company's hire by Bar 40. We do the one hour sessions for their employees, mm-hmm. and then they have this uh, basically the sixty day life lift plan. That after one hour, they get a kind of a. a really distilled version of Bar 40 with the diet and the mindset and the fitness and the goal planning, the 52 weeks over challenge, if, yep. if so chosen. I'm looking at that, <laughs> it might be a good <laughs> idea. Is a, we didn't even have a chance to dig <laughs> into that, that aspect of it, which is a whole other topic. Right. But at the end of that, they have this 60 day program where they will get start getting immediate results. And again, after 60 days, you're, you're sort of off to the races a little bit. So the uh, Bar 40 wellness presentations for companies, um there's always the book of course if you go to bar40.org okay. uh, you can get a bunch of information on there um, there's also bar 40 content continuously on sock and source yeah, which yeah. Is,
0: Josh Josh is a friend of ours in front of the show Josh, Josh Popchak.
1: Josh is uh Aces. Great. So there's bar talk, a column that comes out every two weeks in the Sock and Source. Which
0: you people read that and they go, "Wait, this isn't about the bar." <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait,
1: wait, I was trying. I we were going to talk about shots. Uh, yeah, I thought this was about the new uh, <laughs> pub crawl coming up on Southside. No, but it's uh, it's great. Every every um, column is dedicated towards some aspect of health and wellness that's related to the bar forty stuff. And uh-huh. you know they're they're relatively short. They're all five minute reads or less okay. every every couple weeks. Um, but yeah, you can you can if you go to bar 40.org and. Sign up for the uh, just subscribe for the newsletter. You'll get you'll stay current on everything that's coming up. I do community uh, events like uh, like. 5Ks and stuff nice. like that, free, no charge for anybody. Just show up and uh, let us know. Yeah, You're for good. sure. It, a lot of we, we did a really this bunny hop um, bunny hop run on Easter Sunday on the Rail Trail and the soccer rail trail. Yeah, it's awesome. It was um, the Easter bunny was there and uh, <laughs> did
0: he run in the suit? <laughs> no, no, it was
1: strictly for, <laughs> for photo ops. But a lot of great sponsors and just a way ra- a way to g- get the community together right. and and um, have some fun.
0: All right, Eric Bartos, this has been. A lot of fun. Yeah,
1: George. Thank I'm, you so I'm, much, can't man. I
0: want to dive in. Uh, I appreciate it and uh, thanks and again if anybody's interested in this again it's, it's tough to get started Yeah, yeah. but once you do and invest a little time in yourself it's especially after this year you deserve it
1: yeah and uh, I'm a know. super and, and one last point I'm a super accessible guy so if somebody emails sure. me at eric at bar40.org with a question I will respond to you and, and I'm easy to get a hold that's of that's great to know see bar40 you know, on guys, LinkedIn like, buy my book goodbye <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know you you can find me on LinkedIn uh, bar40 yeah. on LinkedIn is always current stuff too but I, you know my my goal is to help as many people as possible in my lifetime live their best life and I and I I get results and yeah. I'm not the money is not a, a, right. f- a factor in this it's just all about I like the results right. you know, hey, they, listen,
0: this has been a pleasure yeah, George. I'm looking forward to, to speaking more with you as, as we go on thank and you so much for having me on
1: man. All right. much appreciated thank
0: you very much I want to give another big thank you to Eric Bartos uh, go to bar40book.com to learn more about Bar 40 uh, I want to thank X again and of course Michael Bernadine with Remax Realty listen if you want to get in touch with us hit up the show notes hit me up at info at media.com. we would love to hear from you or have your business or personality on uh, we'll talk to you soon
1: Looking for a bigger home? Find Mike. Looking to downsize? Find Mike. Looking for a home in the Poconos? Find Mike. Looking for your very own Batcave? Find Mike. When looking to navigate the Lehigh Valley real estate market, the first move is to always find Mike Bernadon with Howard Schaefer and Associates of RE-MAX Real Estate. He can help you build the right game plan to achieve all your real estate goals. Whether it be a home with 10 bathrooms, a home with a large garage to park your Tesla or vintage Ford Pinto, or just something perfect for you and your family, finding Mike Bernadine is always the best way to go. So what are you waiting for? To make all your Lehigh Valley real estate dreams come true, all you have to do is find Mike Bernadine with Howard Schaefer and Associates of Remax Real Estate.